Casino. High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at HighTheNumberFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Hello, I'm Dr. Michael Mosley. And I want to let you know about my new immersive BBC Radio 4 podcast series, Deep Calm. It's all about how to tap into and activate a remarkable system that we all have hardwired inside of us, our relaxation response. And it's been developed to be listened to at any time you want to really unwind. I hope you'll listen wherever you get your BBC podcasts. Hey guys, welcome to yet another episode of Horrible Decisions. We made it. This is your girl Mandy B, aka Peg the Stallion, aka Mandy Baskins, aka that bitch, aka goddamn, we're here again. Fuck. And my name is Wheezy for some of you on Patreon that now know my real name because I shared it. Wheezy the G. I kind of like that. So my friend close friends call me G, but I don't okay. know if I'm ever gonna be good with AKA because I changed too much. Oh, Peg well, the Stallion I, I like, c- took me off, took me out. Hey, chill. Peg, Peg, Peg the Stallion is what it's going to be, okay? Although, okay. although, and I'm not really going to bring him up on the pod, but whoever I'm talking to right now is not into pegging, and I am very okay with it. Um, anyways, guys, you guys hear another oh, voice. We just got the prayer hands from Damage yeah. on that one. <laughs> um, for those of you who hear it, we do. We are joined with some testosterone on this episode. Yes. We have DJ Damage, who is a host and one third of Hollywood Unlocked, alongside Jason Lee and Melissa Ford. In the building. And he's done just a whole bunch. Revo, if you guys are interested in being a media personality, he also holds webinars and classes and courses on how you guys can kind of be like us. So go ahead and say hi, <laughs> Damage. Hey, what's up, y'all? Look, I really appreciate being on the podcast, too. Um, let's get into it. DJ yeah, Damage but, here, legendary well, well, media group. Well, can I ask, do you be are Damage you an actual DJ? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been DJing since I was 12. What's like your okay. go-to song? That you have to like put like on right when, now, yeah. When people need to get hype as fuck. I mean, it's so many in the West Coast. You can always do um, uh, still Dre. Uh, overall, you already know what it is. The anthem is back that ass up. It's never a time well, you can. Did you give up Kanye? That. As That's what I'm DJ? saying. Such an easy question. Did I give up Kanye? Like when, like we all started fucking with that nigga, but did you give him up as a DJ? Yeah, I kind of gave up. Good shout out to you. One of my closest homegirls is a DJ. And this bitch played Kanye the other day on her IG live. And I was nah. like, excuse me, I thought we had a consensual consensus. I like the gospel. 
I like the gospel music too, but nah, I'm, I had to give up Kanye. I was about to say, how do you really play him now? Like his stuff doesn't really hit, does it? What? In a club setting? Yo, his music is Let fire, me tell you but we just don't fuck with that nigga stuff, so I'm curious. But I thought that we fuck with him again because he donated to like the George Floyd fund. Nah, he, he got to donate payment. a little bit more. He got to donate a little bit more. He donated what, before. two million? Yeah, put, put a few more zeros Isn't on there than I got you. Now? Or something? You know what? Yeah. This is why so motherfuckers ain't never happy. No, no, no. Well, I will say this. I don't like that people were like talking shit about Kanye that day. I just choose not to acknowledge him. I think what Kanye did is detrimental to how very white nice. people view black people. And that's mm-hmm. why I can't fuck with Kanye. And like, I am the person that I sold a purse to go see Kanye when I was 20. Like, that's how much I stand Kanye. So to let And that was go, a good concert, wasn't it? It was worth it. Bruh! See, look it at you. Y'all it. sound it awful right now. First of all, I'm a Beyonce stand, and I can actually genuinely say his concerts have been better than anything I've ever seen of Beyonce. Better than Beyonce? And I only say that because Beyonce is such wow. a performer that when you watch Beyonce, it's so much going on. You're watching dancing. You're watching lights. You're watching a bunch of shit. Kanye doesn't need anything, and you're, like, shaking up. You know what I'm saying? It's weird. Okay. Okay. i seen Kanye so, once, and it was so, dope. It's yeah. so weird because, like, I mean, I don't know. I guess, did y'all see the conspiracy theory going around that he did the whole MAGA thing on purpose? So that he could. Did y'all see the conspiracy theory? No, no, he he did it to do what? No, break it down. He did it to help people get out of jail. To to help free black people out of jail. And now he's using his platform. Like, he pretty much did it to get a black voice in a place where he knew there wouldn't be a black voice. That's not true. Stop saying it like it's a fact. Because now he knows. He's like, damn, how do I back up to this one? So now he's trying to Dr. Umar Hotep his way back into our lives and be like, what I did was act like I was for the white man when really I was for y'all the whole time. But you like, never like, know. I did but say he it was could've. a conspiracy theory. I like this conspiracy. I'm going with that. Kanye's back again. I like that conspiracy. And I ain't even going to hold y'all. Kanye for 2020. His shoes are some of the most co- comfortable sneakers I ever wore. But I'm I ain't still gonna get wearing them Yeezys. Bro, I'm so nah, mad too because they're comfortable. I just no, refuse I don't wear to give them out. Money. But I but wear see, them when I got to do something. I'm wearing them sneakers. But they see, technically, it, is it money that I gave him? If I, yes. I ain't ever, I, but I never got the registration from Adidas. Yes, I bitch. be getting the resale mm. shit. Yes, it is. Ah, if you see, never you supported bought a the black man. <laughs> you supported the black man, the resale black man. Okay, you know, shut up, man. Let's anyway, catch up about something else. I'm done with this. Yeah, no, well, we're gonna catch up. Um, something, guys, that I want to make sure. Um, again, um, last week we kind of, or actually two weeks ago, we did a, a compilation. This has been kind of hard to kind of just get back in the rhythm of things. As you guys know, we love talking sucking dick. Um, but it's kind oh, of correction. Like, y'all hey, love okay, talking. Okay, we love. My bad. Y'all too. The hell? Damn, damn. My bad. Talking about the- our show. The fuck? You know I did say you, we, you, but. Do you not like a dick sucker? We- Stand right, with us go. in solidarity. Now, now you see how you flip that around? Just got to be clear. You, y'all know I work with Jason Lee, right? I got to make sure I know what y'all talk about. <laughs> okay, you're right. You're right. You're right. Um, right. Well, guys, I want to give kind of attention to petitions. If if, if some of you um, mm-hmm. felt like you didn't do enough over the last couple of weeks because maybe you didn't want to protest, maybe you don't have the money to donate to any of the organizations that are making a difference, I want to let you guys know that you guys can go to change.org. Um, I am actually going to put this link in the description of this episode. Make this the change. This specific petition is for Lavena Johnson. Um, she's on. she's 19 years old. She was found dead in her tent in Iraq back in 2005. She had what? a broken nose, black eye, loose teeth, 
and burns from a corrosive chemical on her genitals to cover evidence of rape and a gunshot wound. And the United States government ruled her death a suicide. So, guys, the petition right now is to find justice for Lavena Johnson and hopefully reopen her case. Um, and so, again, that link will be in the description of this episode. So, again, if you guys can't donate and you guys haven't been able to march, this is a way for you guys to make change. And so please go ahead and sign the petition. They are seeking about 50,000 signatures. And as of right now, it's about at 39,000. So go ahead and make it's a difference. Brilliant. Just to let you guys know how petitions work, a lot of people like don't sign them or don't really understand them. But when you get to 100,000 uh, petitions, um, I believe it's like something called we the people is like what petitions really mean to the White House. And when you get 100,000 signatures within a month, they review it, they make sure it gets in front of appropriate policy experts, and then they issue an official response to you. Petitions don't necessarily okay. mean they will reopen something, but it is very good for you know, regenerating awareness to something that might have been dead and gone. Um, much like rioting. I am, you know, you might, I'm, I might have brought it up on the last episode, but I'm just, I'm at this point now where I'm like tired of the conversation where people don't understand. And there are just so many white people in our history that have gotten things <laughs> they've wanted from rioting. And I implore you to learn about how people seize and take over things. And the only thing we want to take over is our lives, which it's the American way. Show the fuck is like we learned it from them. I've had a right, huge, right, young people, right. I've had an attitude. I've lost friends this week, um, including black ones that are like showing off with their peaceful protest that annoys the shit out of me stop capitalizing <laughs> the fact peaceful this week no one gives a fuck bitch like what i'm too pussy to bang some shit up that's just the truth i'm, I'm too pussy to break a window down but i understand why it needs to be done and why it is being done so it's like stop showing off that you did nothing other than protest which mind you looters are the minority Looters are the minority. Mm. I, I mean, so all, I guess we, as you guys know, we always agree to disagree. Um, I've attended some peaceful protests. And I'll be honest with you, um, as far as seeing protests last this long, I've, of course, never seen it in my lifetime. There's been protests from the Trayvon Martin case, Eric Gardner. Globally, it's they've never lasted this long. But Trayvon, right, they were outside every day for that I mean, court case. Well, specifically here in New York, um, I, I've seen, you know, Union Square maybe one or two days. And... I'm not going to lie. Protesting scared me. I was scared. Um, and so, I mean, going out and being a part of peaceful protests, I think, has not only changed my mind, but it's almost kind of chilling to be out with people where literally they're just there to be heard, hold their signs and let, yeah. you know, everyone around know that they're in solidarity. Um, it's something I've, simple, but it makes you feel really good. I mean, I've it's appreciated great. it. So, I mean, for Have those you ever of been you to one? No, that's what I'm saying. Before before this, I was actually shitless scared to to be a part of the protest, specifically in New York. Um, they they administered a curfew here. They were shutting down mm -hmm. trains, and ironically, so the very first protest I went to, um, and I actually want to sh shout out if I can the um, the group in which I protested with. Um, it is Justice Center and El Barrio. Um, of course, I, I'm here in the Bronx. Um, and so it was a, a movement um, based by that Justice League. But the very next day, um, 
the Bronx protest that happened, they zip tied and arrested everybody. Um, oh. So it was very just, it was almost chilling because I went to the Bronx um, one that was right by my house. This one was also right by my house that I would have went to had I not had other plans for that day. And so to know I could have been a part of a peaceful protest that could have led to my arrest. It's still just kind of protesting just, is a risk a at all times. It's definitely because, risky because people that I mean, I, I'm, I may have told this on this show before, but when I protested at Trayvon Martin at the time I lived in Orlando, um, I got put in handcuffs for jaywalking and everybody was like, that happens every day in L.A. That's because everyday move. They, they can't arrest you for protesting. I crossed the street. He already told me to move and I was like, fuck you or whatever. And shit like that happened. But, you know, specifically about the peaceful thing, the reason I'm having a lot of feelings about it is because a lot of ce- celebrities that donated to the Minnesota Freedom Fund are being put under scrutiny because they're using some of that bail money to let out people that set arson to cars and things like that. And That's people right. are mad. But understand. Why, what are they mad about? They're like, oh, well, how could you donate to people setting shit on fire? Right, and I mean, it's, it's how a could point you give a shit when niggas is dying? It's a point of view. That's all I have to say, and I think we really gotta start putting the larger thing at hand, and that's really why I said I lost friends this week. Like, you know, I want my black friends to understand why people are angry, and know that this is just a representation of a reaction. So we don't have to be like, oh my god, but you know, the answer would be yeah. heard if there wasn't looting. No, it wouldn't, bitch. No, it wouldn't. Right. No. I want to ask you damage um, between quarantine and now protesting. What is it like on the West Coast? I mean, clearly I'm, on, um, I'm so over here in New York, but what is it like on the West we, Coast? We could take it back to COVID. I feel like when we had to start quarantine, it was very peaceful out here. You know, I seen how it was in New York and the East Coast. It looked a little different from how the quarantine was out here. Now y'all people was sunbathing. There was a lot of yoga, a lot of people hitting their personal pools. You know, it was a good vibe. But the protesting, it took a dark turn. I protested about um, last week and I just kind of jumped in line. I didn't know what was going to happen. I seen them coming down the street. I joined in, but I already knew I was like, I'm going to start, you know, I'm going to kick it off early and then get out of there because I literally, when I was walking away from the protest, my, my homegirl hit me. was like, yeah, they just set a car on fire. So we out. And that was my cue to be out. I don't have nothing against rioters because, you know, we got to get the message heard and all that. But at the same time, I cannot sit here and say, I support people burning down black businesses or minority businesses. I just personally don't feel like it should be a casualty of war. None of that. That's just for me. I remember during 9-11, I think I was about nine or 10 years old. I sat there at my school. I went to Muhammad's Islamic Academy and I watched the planes hit the towers. And then we had to evacuate our school. And then our school almost wasn't there when we came back because it's Muhammad's Islamic Academy and the people in the neighborhood for some reason, thought we were Arab and wanted right. to burn the down Muhammad, a black. The hum- Muhammad so, name was a big thing at that time. So for me, it was like, I don't, that just brings like a trigger back where I don't want to see people burn down black businesses. We were an entirely black school in the middle of the neighborhood. We gave back to the neighborhood. We helped feed the homeless and everything. That just for some reason, it just, I don't like the thought and the notion of burning down black businesses. But if you want to burn down Target, Walmart, AutoZone, people that got insurance anyway, go ahead because the message has to be heard. And we tried to do it peacefully. Y'all going to catch it another way. We got different waves. Listen, We're going to give you peaceful again. I but if we so don't get the charge. I am tired of that Target conversation, honey. Please, for the love of God, when these bitches was crying Y'all about lucky Soho. I wasn't out there. And, and Dior. Because I would have took Target down. Oh my down. God, did you see what they did to Soho? Are you fucking kidding me bro let me tell you something i am the person that owns a megaphone my nigga i wish 
I wish we could just all go through the street and scream through the gentrified neighborhoods without the curfew. That's really how I feel. Hello. It's exhausting. Yeah. Can I ask and you? And for me, can I, it's been... I, I was no, going to ask been, you, Damage, um, has there been conversations regarding the riots in L.A., specifically because that's where the riots happened for Rodney King? I know they didn't happen out here on the East Coast to the effect that they did in L.A., um, going has that been a conversation out there at all about what oh, yeah, changed sure. about from that? Um, I think the biggest difference between that riot then and the riot now is when they did the riots recently, it was in Beverly Hills, Rodale Drive, The Grove, Hollywood Boulevard. The riots back then happened in people's own community. They just went outside and was upset. And that's when you seen there was a rift between you know, the Asian Americans and the African Americans because they were in the inner city neighborhoods. They're not right. doing it like this this time. All the rioting and looting I've seen has been on Melrose, Rodale Drive, Hollywood Boulevard. So they really hitting the, you know, hitting the corporate pockets. But at right. the same time on Melrose, there's still some black owned businesses there. You know, there's the other side of Melrose where you got all the Dior's and the top man and you know what I'm saying so I'll be like go over there don't burn down cool no, kicks I mean, a black dude banks, on there hit the chains I mean I, I, I told you guys that on my <laughs> last one hit the banks bitch seriously yeah. hit the banks yeah, but I don't think the banks hold as much money as they it's used to that's why money. we don't see if bank. you want to destroy and fuck up a neighborhood hit the banks hit big chains because yeah. these are the people with the most money to especially banks have the highest insurance like a bank could be back up within three hours of you looting the shit Hit the banks, dog. That's all I'm saying. And, God damn. And the COVID relief programs went to all these businesses anyway, so they have the extra money. It didn't go to the small they businesses. They sure do. Not forget the Shake Shack, okay? I was about to say. Millions in the bank. The Ruth Chris. <laughs> do you want to keep Chris. going? Because I thought we steak. were small businesses. No, they was counting motherfucking Wendy's and McDonald's as small businesses. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? See? Dog Tur- the nerve. Burn it down. Build the another nerd. one. Well, I want to go ahead and get into our vanilla shit this week. Like I said, guys, we're going to kind of tiptoe back into our goddamn regular routine because I think a lot of you guys need it. This vanilla shit was sent weeks ago and it is still being sent over and over and over. It is funny as fuck. So, guys, this comes from the New York Post. A foot fetishist was arrested after stealing and then having sex with a hundred pair of flip flops. Guys... A Thai man with an unhealthy obsession with shoes has been arrested for stealing more than 100 pair of flip-flops and then admitting to having sex with them. Police in central Thailand first knew something was awry after receiving dozens of complaints from locals over missing shoes. CCTV (laughs) footage eventually revealed the culprit to a local man. I won't say his name because it's hard to pronounce, but he is 24 and he was filmed lurking outside of his latest victim's home. Authorities apprehended this man on May 24th at his rented dwelling with 126 pairs of flip flops that he admitting he admitted to pilfering over two years now bitch do you I know what pilfering is what is pilfering what is pilfering i ain't even gonna hold you i don't know let me look up that word because it's pilfering. i'm like what the fuck maybe is it's pilfering? a nice word for fucking a shoe so pilfering My thing is oh it's just stealing them so i ain't never heard that word for stealing I'm about to stop it means, that in my it means bandit, pilfer. burglar, pilfer. T.I. word of the day. You know what I mean? Expeditiously, ho. The, uh, the funny part is he didn't go to a, a shoe store and steal it. He's stealing personal shoes. Like, he was stealing personal shoes. That's creepy. Because well, first know, I was going to give him a pass for fucking the shoes. But now it's like, 
you still like my sister's shoes and you start having sex with well, it, that's a little creepy, bro. he wants to fuck your bro. sister, he doesn't want to fuck, you know, so old I, Navy flip-flops. That's I know what that's right. Well, feet. I do want to say this is what he did. He um, described how he would wear the sandals, which spanned oh. from every make and size around the house to first arouse him. It was an experience for him. Okay. He said that that was foreplay. He would then caress and kiss the well-worn flip-flops, strip down and rub them all over his naked body, and then eventually make love to them. Okay, this wasn't what, what he, I imagined. Bro, he has you, corona. What did you what he did you imagine? Corona. Well, he has we, shout out to Dallas Penn. Mandy and I had an episode. Actually, funny enough, it's when I came in from the Women's March that day, and he uh was talking about how when he worked at Marshall's or something, he used to fuck Marshall. shoes. But he talked about how like he would imagine the arch of the woman's foot and it would be like a heel and he'd stick his dick in his Calvin Klein heel and that he would imagine the woman and how she would wear the shoe and the architecture. Did you know how shoe. rough that is? I just need you, Benson, to make sure you get his face. While Weezy was describing well, what he was doing, your face damage was priceless. That's a rough ride. Well, what I'm saying is, would you rather fuck, put your dick in if you had to pick, that's the name of the game, I'm we're picking not- a sandal over a hill. Really? Really? Yeah, because the sandal, you know, you put it in, you put it in through those little grooves, and let it's me get a shoe. Let me side. just let me let me tell you what and you, you think can kind of you can do a little extra. You know what I'm saying? You just put it in the hill. Wait, but the hill has a little arch. You don't want that your arch dick is going to cut your dick in half. Now you're oh, I see. Right now, <laughs> Why would you want to cut your dick in something that arches? In Hold this. On. Or Actually, this. how you gonna choose the Nike slide with grooves? Because I could see a nigga wanting them grooves, bitch. Pick, pick, <laughs> pick, the, pick a shoe to fuck damage. I'm still going with the flip flop. It's comfy. You trash. It's comfy. Th- how do you know the heels are not comfy? Niggas love Nike slides, dog. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Y'all do nothing to stray from the Nike slide. What the hell? I ain't gonna hold you. It's That's the one of the. That, that's one of the things about men that actually turn me on. Outside of basketball shorts, I love a man with Nike slides and socks. Oh my mm. God. Talk about That's how you know you're leaking. from New York. Don't do that. I'm not from New York. I'm from Florida, motherfucker. I was gonna say I thought that was like southern shit. That's southern shit. The Nike slides with the That's all ghetto shit. Socks? Maybe that's East Coast shit then. East that's Coast definitely shit. East Coast. Yeah, because I'm sorry. I would much rather a guy with Nike slides and get- tube socks than Chuck Taylor's. And super, I used to get socks. dressed up like that. I used to get my white tee ready, my ball shorts and fresh socks, put my flops on, hit the corner Yo, like. You know what's great about that outfit? Like you could be broke as shit or have money and we won't and know. It's still stunned. We would never know. That's one of those styles that I appreciate because like, you know, there's a lot of fads that have happened in our lifetime that are like too expensive to keep up with. But the Nike slide and sock combo, it's an any nigga deal. You could really. Look, you can go to Marshall's, get the Jordan's uh, flip flops. Or you get the Nike flip-flops, the Nike shorts. Like, you go to Marshalls and run it up. I ain't going to hold y'all. My favorite, y'all know that's how J. Cole go on stage. And I love J. Cole. But that's J. Cole's tour gear right there. Basketball shorts, white tee, and some sneakers or slides. That's a fucking Not even a haircut. He won't even get a haircut. You said that's a fucking outfit? I feel like when niggas come over to fuck, they wear shit like that. Okay. Facts. Damn, valid. At least it's going to be in the bag. So, So what's the girl equivalent to that? Sweats. Just le- legging, no leggings. Bitch. Y'all be coming over with leggings. Leggings, wait, leggings yeah. and a t-shirt. Well, I just live in with Uggs. leisure, but with Uggs. You know, I do want to say, I used to be a, I still am a pretty big whore, but when I was peaking my hoe, I would be in Miami a lot, and I would always know the niggas that was for me because I see him on the beach with them socks and shit. No matter how hot it was, I was like, oof, got wet. 
Ew. They Wait, feet so, is wet with so sweat. Let me ask, right. I was, I was about to ask you, have you ever <laughs> dated a guy? fungus. Have you ever dated a guy that, or let me ask you, um, Damage, on the West Coast, and I know you're not from the West Coast, but do guys wear like Chuck Taylors to the beach the same way like I feel like New York guys wear Tim's to the beach? Like in the sand? Yeah, in the sand. Niggas be nah, wearing sneakers be, they, in the sand. Nah, they let them them toes out. Shout out to my Mexican homeboys. Uh, they they let them liking, feet out. I told y'all, I think out. it's because we because of this show and because of these conversations, I be liking man toes now. I as be you like, should. As I, wait. I miss no, as you should, you should be liking some man toes. See now, on my, my foot, I'm missing a pinky Let's nail just see. on both of You're foot. missing pull a out. pinky nail? Can you pull your yeah, foot out? I don't know how to do that. What y'all trying to... Yo, you just you just lift it up. Nah, nah, hold up. Nah, after reviewing. Sometimes you got to review your foot. Yo, you know we'll how bad your foot together. is until somebody actually... Come on, it's quarantine. Nah, my foot... Nah, my foot needs lotion. Hold on, let, me, need... let me make sure y'all can't see the, 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 the puss. Ew. Wait, That's what? bad that my socks are peasy, too. Don't look, don't judge my foot. Wait, put your foot up. Wait, you really gonna leave it with the sock? We ain't got no foot fetish. Y- y'all for don't want to see it. I don't think y'all have a rating for that kind of thing. That that's gonna. What we really don't turn have a rating viewers. for is for a place to stop. That's what we don't have. <laughs> there is not one time on this show where I. Well, anal acrobats was pretty bad. No, bitch, you were not ready for that one. No, nah, I wasn't. No. Acrobats? Anal acrobats. It's like they where... shoot balls out of their assholes, throw them but, back and at wine each other. back and forth. Nigga, no, I don't know. No, it's it really bad. It was an asshole circus. I'm gonna send you. I'm gonna send you the the video. But basically, well, don't a woman a, a woman was pouring a glass of wine, and the wine bottle was in her ass. So she was pouring the glass of wine from her asshole. Hmm. How much would it? I would like some of that. Okay, Ooh. let me t- let me ask you this. It's a low amount of money, but like high enough to where you might do it for ten grand. If a girl okay. poured a bottle of wine in her ass. Would you let it her shoot it into your mouth for ten grand? Uh, if it was my woman, hell yeah. Not just some random asshole. That's how you get corona. We okay. still gotta say corona free, y'all. Don't forget that. You're right. Wait, so so you're down as long as she's your girl to get as kinky yeah. as possible. I'm not drinking my niggas. Shoot that wine Yon out Blanc. the asshole. I don't want booty Sauvignon Blanc. I'm good. <laughs> she said booty it. Sauvignon Blanc. I don't want a booty Bordeaux. <laughs> I don't want a shit sommelier. <laughs> you don't want booty noir? No. That sounds good. Yo, that sounds like a fucking porn name, nigga. Booty, booty noir. noir. <laughs> Where'd you get your name? I just really love a red wine, honestly. And... Oh, I'm sorry. Y'all I'm are going to say I'm we weak. got Y'all, anti-black rhetor- anyway. rhetoric if we start doing this shit again. My bad, my bad. High Five Casino. High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at High5Casino.com. High Five Casino.
Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Roger that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Hello, iHeart listener. We have a confession to make. Both iHeart and this commercial you're listening to right now would probably sound a heck of a lot better on the new Roku Pro Series TV. It's got side-firing speakers that fill your room with sound, Dolby Atmos audio that puts you right in the middle of the entertainment, and the ability to pair seamlessly with your home theater sound systems that already have surround sound and booming bass. If all that sounds too good to be true, it'll sound even better on the new Roku Pro Series. Your hearing isn't better. Your TV is. Anyways, we're going to get into the whole facts, y'all. Whole facts is random sex facts that you may not have known. And this Mm. one, I'm interested. We have a guy on here, and I want to know if this is actually true. So the whole facts today comes from Albright University in a study that they did in 2014. The fact is that you can really turn a guy on with your voice. They found that women were able to consciously manipulate their voices while counting from 1 to 10 to sound more attractive. When the guys in the study tried to do the same, they actually came off sounding less attractive. What kind of voice change makes a woman sound sexier? A deep, breathy voice, according to researchers. Men are attracted to this kind of pitch, not because they prefer women with lower voices, but because women drop when a woman drops her voice she's signal she's signaling that she's interested a hint that men certainly aren't blind to so y'all know wheezy be with the motherfucking voices and accents so wheezy i need you to go from one to ten least attractive to most she ain't even know i was gonna do this y'all but i need you to go from the least attractive voice that you have to the most sexy voice, one to ten, go. Yeah, like, I feel like people really don't like, like, if you do, like, you know, what's called, <laughs> yeah. like, a voice spraying, where now you, like, kind of, like, hold stuff up. But, you know, I really think they do get very attracted when you How do she doing this? a little bit different. When you, like, She's take so it good. Now get, now turn that into a super sex voice. Oh, my God, stop, I can't. <laughs> Yes, you can. You have to get breathy. They do said, it. They do said de- it. Deep do and breathy, Wheezy. Deep okay, and breathy. Okay, wait. I'll, all, right, all right, all right. Let me try. Let me get out of the camera. I'm getting nervous. <laughs> I can't do it. Do it because right, we're going to use this as the clip, ho. <laughs> That's why I'm trying to get it right. I even put my wig on for this. Okay. Just think about Booty Noir. Booty Noir, girl. Booty Noir. Um, okay, do some role play with me. Okay. Oh, Call, damn it. Damn you're going to be. It. Call me Damage. Up. Damage, call her because you okay. trying to get the pussy, okay? okay? I'm answering. So Hello? go ahead and, and talk to her. Let her know you want you want a booty call. This is a booty call. Let's go. Is this D? Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, D. What are you doing? Waiting for you. When you going to pull up? Mm, I don't know. I thought you were going to, like, send me an Uber or come get it yourself. I don't, I don't know. How bad do you want to see me? The breath. I, I hear it. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm about to send that over right now. Look, Yo, I got I got asthma, nigga. I can't do the breath too good. I barely got she said it. I got asthma. She almost. said I got asthma. Shut the <laughs> fuck up. No, but it's so crazy because little do we know, like, if I'm just having this conversation on the podcast, this is clearly different than the voice I give when I'm like, Yeah, what's the you? voice you give, Manny? Come on. Where do you want to come? <laughs> 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 Ew. 
did you really just snort, bitch? Did you well, snort? Well, what if they come back with, and what options do I have, bitch? Oh. <laughs> do you want to come on my tits? You want to, in my mouth. Can you come in my mouth? Okay, y'all want to hear a where do you want to come story? If you guys listen to For Fact's sake, you'll hear this. Um, you've already heard this story, but let me just tell y'all. So I'm in New York for a few days for work, but I've been living in Tulum during this quarantine with my nigga. And he came in my, he always comes in my pussy because we track our ovulation shit, right? And it's Y'all, always she been, about to be pregnant in 2020 with this bullshit. Let me just tell you what happened when I okay. track my That's ovulation. Yeah, I'm like, what? So, the week we of my period. We about to start an abortion fund for Wheezy. Yo, chill out. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Go, bro, go. Okay. So, the week of my, that my period was supposed to come, sad moment, George Floyd, right? So, like, I know that you could get so stressed out that your period won't come, but it has never happened to me. So my period didn't come on for seven days. My mm. period has only ever been late one day. So I don't want to say anything to him because this nigga working too much. There's already a hurricane that comes this week. So I'm like, let me go get a pregnancy test. So I come in the house. I pee on the stick and these words pop up and it says, and you're late and <laughs> embrazada. And I'm like, what the fuck? Nah, you can Google it. Oh, what the hell is the embarazada? Because you're in Mexico, it's coming through in Spanish, right? Right. It was a digital screen. But hold on. The electricity went out because of this hurricane. So I could not connect (laughs) to the internet, right? I'm like, my nigga, am I pregnant? Do I got an empanada or do I not got an empanada? Empanada. It's an embarazada. So I wake up. No, no, the internet comes back up. It, no, it didn't come back up. I walked down the street to get signal to figure out I wasn't pregnant. Two days later, I go get another pregnancy test. The shit says negativo. I know what that is. We straight. Negativo. <laughs> then I get it did another. Not say negativo, bitch. That is not. Yes, is it that is. How you say negative in Spanish? I think it. I think it's. I think, negative. That's I think we just. Like, I think we just like add an O to anything. Prob- problemo. Bitch, we let me had, tell you how I had a problemo like to anything. And that Caro. shit was positive, ho. Because when positivo. I was fucked up, right, and the electricity went off, I went downstairs and damn show said, El Lito ain't working. <laughs> it is Bro. negativo. Okay, okay, I ain't know, I ain't know. So, know. then the next test had one line on one side, one on the other side, right? And the, the How many tests were you taking? Did you pass? Took, so, as a Four. woman, you have to take, like, multiple tests. to because find, you, Like, you can't just take one. Dog, seven days late, I literally took one every other day. I took four fucking tests. So at this point, I see another test. The line is a certain way. And I'm, I had just throw it to him. I'm like, yo, I, I don't know what's going on. Just look it up. This nigga Googles it, comes back talking about no empanada. We ain't got no empanada. Nope. No empanada. We ain't got Bitch. All I know is I know all about Mexican pregnancies. And just to let you know, when I went into the OXO, which is the Mexican pregnancies. Well, you know, you're not going to get a Mexican pregnancy just because you're Mexican. Their version of uh, 7 Eleven, right? So when I walk in, mind you, like the signal's fucked up out there because of the the storm. So cell phone towers are down. I walk in trying to ask for a pregnancy test. I went like this Un bebe? Si? No. Do you have testo? This bitch is like she. Posted. So I'm putting O on everything. Oh, literally, that's what she's doing. But listen, I'm not trying to be racist. I just don't know. So this bitch comes out with some diapers. I said no. Get. Oh my god. Then I said maybe, maybe, baby, maybe no, baby. Oh, nigga, people in the fucking fucking store was laughing at me, and I was like, yo. And I, at this point, I know this bitch was fucking with me. She pulled out applesauce and shit. I'm like, you know what the fuck I'm saying, ho? 
Then I said, you know, you could have just Googled it how to say it. You could have just, right? The cell phone towers were down. I don't think y'all are hearing me. They can't even process credit cards. Okay, that's how it was a hurricane. So, wait, I walked down the aisle to grab a tampon, right? The box of tampons, because I said, this is how I'm going to figure out pregnancy tests. I dead ass held it up. I said, no necesito because posible, baby. (laughs) 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 Nigga. Anyway, she handed it to me. But. You she been knew what you needed. Fuck, I'm weak. I'm I'm weak as fuck. Well, I love that. Um, we went through the whole facts. Y'all know. Y'all know. I'm an outline hoe. God damn it, we ain't really been on the outline because you know shit. Fuck. Anyways, we're gonna get into our hors d'oeuvre before we get into our horrible decision. And the hors d'oeuvre, I found this on Cosmopolitan. Talk Damage. To me. If you have any sex tip that you would like to share with our audience, please let me know. This, so this is me trying to get my sexy voice on. Did it work? Maybe not. Okay. I'm working on it. My niggas like my rasp, so I just be like, oh, fuck me. My niggas like uh, my rasp. <laughs> anyways, the hoarder for this week is a sacral, sacral, sacral. How you think that that's spelled? Sa- Sa- pronounced. Sacral? sacral? Like sacral? Like, like something okay, I, it's a sacral. Ooh, maybe like a nut sack. Maybe because it's for your butt crack, actually. Not the nut sack, but the butt crack. So try a sacral massage. If you're going to experiment with anal, anal foreplay is a must. So try giving or receiving a sacral massage, a.k.a. massaging the area just above the butt crack for 15 to 20 minutes. Now, I don't know if those are 15 to 20 sex minutes or actual minutes, but I would say just massage that hole for 30 seconds. I would be Uh, willing to (laughs) bet my life that a sacral massage has nothing to do with your butt, your nut sack. No, okay. I, I said butt crack, but nut sack it. Yeah, she's saying you massage, you, you take your thumb like this. You, you do actually little... actually go. It's uh, it's right above your butt crack, and what you're doing is you're massaging this area, and it'll help release tension and loosen the whole area up. I actually wanted to add to this, guys. So this oh, is oh, so actually, you have an extra tip on top of it. I do because come this on. Is, so this is my tip to you guys who are interested in. Getting near the Buddha hole is just a Buddha hole. You know what I mean? Three so, and a yeah. half years later, just I know, never but with the asshole tip. I get it. I get it. But this is a real tip. Shut the fuck up. So yes, massage right above the back, um, uh, right above the butt crack. But I would say you could get to this by offering your man a back massage. So if you guys know the lower part of the back, definitely focus there. And wait, what wait, you, what? Wait. Let me wait, finish. What? Let me finish. Damage. Because this is this is this literally works every single time. I'm not gonna lie, it hasn't oh, not Lord. worked for me. So you you massage his back. So you act like you tie and you do the elbows and shit and you know the padding and get the upper upper back. Then when you get down to the lower back, then you start massaging the butt cheeks. As you're massaging the butt cheeks, you're pulling the cheeks apart, right? So then you go into the cuff of the cheeks. So now you're massaging the thighs and the butt cheeks, thigh butt cheeks, and then. You go in with your hands, just like so, and you fit your mouth right into that Buddha hole. And the you add eating the groceries into Let the, me tell you something. Tell us something, please. I, I never had my ass ate, but if I was to get my ass ate, I'm not laying on my stomach and let you massage my ass cheeks open Why? and then dipping your tongue into me. It's it's not no. I don't like my ass being massaged where it's widened like that because I feel I like do, uh, air is gonna come like a. I yeah, feel like yeah, I'm like, blowing it. You supposed to blow in the booty hole. You're supposed to blow. 
That's the opposite. I want things coming out of it, not in it. You gonna fart in a nigga face while he in your booty hole? I feel like when niggas spread my ass, like air is gonna come out. You, oh, yeah, you, just you think you gonna fart? First Are you of all, gassy you like bold for spreading a man's ass. Like, I'll be spreading the, the nigga's ass shit. It's the gluteus massage <laughs> for Mandy's no, own gluttony. It is. But so here's the thing. You know if they like it or not because... Because they're going to let you do it, yeah. Yeah, so some guys will moan and that's their like, okay, I like what you're doing. <laughs> and some guys will actually start to spread their legs like to let you know that what you're doing is okay without telling you. Like, there's body language. It's body language. It's body My language. My thing is like, but your nuts is laying on, like, I don't feel like that's comfortable. So that's the part. Well, I mean, you, technically you, most people would prefer massage on their stomach. So I don't think you're right. thinking of it that way. You're not thinking that it's on, and then that's the thing. Because the balls are there, you also just spit down on them and make them wet. And then you start massaging the balls while you're massaging the butt cheeks. It works. I'm telling you, it works. You, you guys want to know something random that's been coming up in my head? It's disgusting. I dream about it like two, three times a week now. So our place in Tulum is like in this little like community, right? And there's this Italian dude that lives there with his wife and children. Mind you, I'm with my nigga. I'm not trying to like, you know, but it's just this fantasy that keeps coming Poor up. Poor children. They hear so you having sex every other he's, hour. He's a boxer and he gives me boxing lessons three, four times a week. But mm-hmm. when he's like doing his shit alone, he gets like really bad because he does like kickboxing. So I guess something happens to his ass and he'd be oiling up his legs and stuff like that by the pool, right? And I'd be looking like, yo, he got a night because he's Euro. So he'd be wearing a little Speedo Italian dude. I'd be like, he, he really about to go up in that ass. And sometimes I'd be thinking about his cute little fucking ass all day. And I don't know if it's because there's nothing else to do but just cook and fuck my own nigga. That now I keep thinking about this you other nigga's You are asshole. dreaming of an Italian nigga in a Speedo? That's Since what your dreams are about. Not down. him, just his butt, because he be oiling it. But now, when we Wait, fucking so a butt with no face. Oh my god, dude! Now we're all becoming friends in this community. I, I hope to God he never looks up horrible decisions because he's like, "What do you do in America?" And oh, I'm he's like, gonna figure it out. And he's gonna wait, come out with the smaller speedo. But he don't speak that good of English, oh. so he ain't gonna know I'm talking about him. But sometimes when we be working out, right? Because we spar or whatever. And he'd be like, hand up. And then like he'll like turn with me and shit. Hand up. Hand up. And then when he turns and he'd be having on them tight little short and I see that ass poke out, I'd be thinking about going to his booty. And I never think like this. Like if I fantasize someone, it's not about their ass. I can't even stop looking you at You thinking ass. of going into an Italian man's booty hole? I have literally almost fucking ran into things on my bike because he'll walk by me <laughs> on the street. Hello, G. And I'm like, yo, we want to be in some booty hole. I don't know what I th- why I got this fixation on this nigga's ass. It's disgusting. Is it big? Like, does he have cheeks? Like, you Dog, know how men are full on cheeks. So, like, I think it's because of the workouts he'd be doing. He got a fat ass. And I've never seen anything like this. Do you ever actually look at a man's ass and get turned on? No. Damage, do you like booty? Like, what? not man booty. Clearly, we're going to change the gender here because you are a heterosis male. In jail, you know, but, you know, in jail, that's what they call it. A man's butt is called booty. Is it? In jail? Is mm-hmm. ass called booty? It's just booty? I thought it was called booty for everybody. No, not in jail. I thought it was called booty the booty for specific. everybody movement. Nah, booty something specific. So what type of, I guess, for the ladies listening, what type of booty do you like? But ass. Because oh, yeah, I, like it. I like it natural. I like, I'm, I'm more into um, athletic, athletic 
So it doesn't have to be big. Just I ain't gonna hold you. I used to play sports, and I don't think I would be considered an athletic ass. But I used to play sports. Because athletic asses aren't that's a way. Aren't like weighty. You have like a heavy butt. Athletic asses are more like tight and small. They're super round, but they're you small. You like you like small booties. You know what? Um, you know I don't that, discriminate wait, on did, booties. Did you know, you know that they could Weezy, be flat? They could be big. You know. Did you know I'm that Weezy lover. was the president of the Small Booty Coalition? Why did you say was? Because <laughs> I think you, you kind of thick now. Yeah, you you thick now with me. Let me tell y'all what's funny. <laughs> Some uh, this I used to fuck this Euro <laughs> nigga. I can't remember where he was from. Slovenia, where where uh, Melania. How from. do you find? Wait, these you talking about the nigga that had the bank issue that you told in the in the pillow talk episode where he was like being investigated? No, for, he was oh, Danish. Okay, my bad, my bad. But wrong, this wrong. guy. No, he was Danish. <laughs> Danish Slovenia. Dude, once I moved to New York and I like, cause I wasn't really a white guy fucker until I moved to New York. But when I realized they had different type of white niggas, I was like, fuck, I'm trying to fuck these niggas. <laughs> Thank God I'm with a black man now in these trying times cause I don't know what I would do. But anyway, so this white boy I used to fuck, right? He used to be like, you have a nice sports ass. And I think it was his way of being like, it's small, but it's cool. He used to nah, small booties ass. are cool. My I thing just is the stomach just can't stick shit. out farther than the booty. As long as that ratio is fine, you good. As if long you got as a little butt, you got to have a little stomach. I, I hate guys with like cheeks because I clearly like to get in the cheeks. But it be now I see what men have to deal with. It's a lot mm-hmm. to move out the way to get there. You see, what we, you it's see the pressure. Lot. Like you be having because like, Mandy's been searching for the booty hole, as we know. It is, and and like when guys have kind of like a little donkey booty, I be like, nigga, your booty look bigger than mine. It's just a lot to move out the way. What type it of is. men have donkey booties? Is it normally football so it players, like, basketball so, players? Well, I do, football players for sure are thicker, but even the basketball players, because I guess they're athletic, like they be having little asses that sit up, and you know I be liking niggas to walk naked, like. I, that's like part of my foreplay after sex I want to see a man just walk naked and they booties be so big I be like oh you be posting up don't you <laughs> but you know what though I appreciate when men have like that tone on, on, on their side not like their ass cheek but what is I this what called you, yeah what's that what's called that, what's the little dent the dent in the booty th- that, th- that's a hip right there you talking about the hip oh, flex the hip? okay I like that's that a hip. I like that I like that so like got a little hip whatever <laughs> He be in there doing the little side kicks like. Oh, the donkey kicks. Yeah. I like that little. Yo, let me tell you. Whenever I try to get attention from dudes at the gym, because I like when I squat, I feel like my ass doesn't look that big. Nobody's uh, butt looks big. The cat cow yoga thing like this one where you. uh, uh, Oh, yeah. So in in quarantine, I've started doing that. Y'all, I don't know if y'all know, I would probably rather run on a track them yoga positions, yoga. bitch, be hurting. Yeah, you are like, that because yoga. your body weight is the hardest thing to Bruh, support. I'll be like, you know what? Let me just run the bleachers. Because this fucking yoga shit, and I'll be in my living room like, <sighs> like, bitch, like, <laughs> fuck. Dog, I, I, I realize, like, the best shape of my life is right now, and it's because body weight is, like, really what gets you in shape for real. Like calisthenics, all this shit, being in the gym, doing all that extra shit, that did nothing like this body weight shit. Yeah. I've never been able to pull up my own weight and shit. Like, it's so crazy. I ain't doing that, but a bitch hiking. I don't even know how I like hiking, bitch. Where do you hike in New York? Girl. In New York. I don't the wanna, street? I mean, I'm going to let y'all know because <laughs> it's my street. little place now, but it's in Jersey. 
and it's right over the it's towards so you don't park. hike in new york no i hike in jersey bitch um but it's palisades park and it's like mm. it's it's right on the water so you see the the gwb but there's like just all these little things it's on the water what makes like, a hike elevation yes yeah. like bitch i be she can hike in New York. She can go through the Bronx. I was about to say, if you go to the Heights, if you go to the Heights, like up by Dykeman, um, I actually ran the the stairs. So the Joker stairs. Yeah. Um, I've been running those. So, but yeah, don't ask me why, because I don't even know who I am anymore. Honestly, why are you hiking, girl? Don't worry about She's it. Trying I ain't to get fit about and it. Fit. If you a patron, I done told y'all somebody done got me changing my life over here. But that's Damn. why I'm hiking. I'm only a nigga could make Mandy hike because I have that's never it, heard bitch. Mandy ever. And girl, like to the point where I'd be like looking at the weather and i'd be like we we could do it 10 a.m does that work for you can can we hike this week i'd be look at you setting appointments you shut the fuck up i'm sorry mandy you're just are you working out with a nigga are you me bitch i don't know who <laughs> bitch right who am i i don't know bitch. i don't know because i would go for i love being a little fit couple we've been going downstairs about, and i'd be I'm like yeah we're be- getting our protein I'm about to call my name Weezy STF. <laughs> Weezy, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shit. Before we get to this week's horrible decision, this week's episode is brought to you by none other than Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve says the best way of staying at home is playing at home. We know COVID ain't going nowhere. And yes, although we are starting to get outside, we still need some excitement in the bedroom. You already know. So, For our listeners, Adam and Eve is giving you 50% off almost any one item. Plus, you will get free shipping delivered discreetly right to your door. Just remember to use offer code WD50. That's WD50 at checkout. Adam and Eve has thousands of products to make you glad that you're staying at home. Sex toys make being at home so enjoyable. Hell, even shopping from home is more enjoyable than when you're shopping for sex toys. So, go ahead over to adamandeve.com and use our promo code WD50. Now, let's get back to the show. Anyways, we're going to go ahead now and get into our horrible decision. This um, is kind of just a conversation not only that I've been having with my friends, but I think it's important. We talk a lot about sex, but a lot of sex involves partnership, relationships, the people you're fucking with, and a lot of things can turn us off. So I wanted to talk about dating with different views. So mm-hmm. when I want, as far as dating with different views right now, we have the election coming up. We have a lot of the protesting and riots coming up. Just a lot of things where a lot of people have different point of views. And I know that we've talked about not really wanting to date Trump supporters or if you're a Democrat, can you date a Republican? So I wanted to kind of talk to you, Weezy. You're dating somebody um, damaged. You look like you got hoes. So can we talk? That's a compliment. (laughs) Attractive people have hoes. Period. Period. So um, I guess how to start off this conversation, I want to ask, how soon do you ask the person that you're dating about political, religious, and social views? First date. Who the fuck you vote for? Really? You ask that on the first date? I'm not sorry to interrupt you, Damage, but like, I feel like... My nigga, who'd you vote for? What about you? What about religion? Because I mean, do you ask about that as well or no? Yeah, I think religion, you, you need to get out the way. 
you got to get religion out the way because you don't want to get so far in. It's like, yeah, I really want to come to want you to come to church with me, and then you're not really like a church going or me guy. or me. A nigga tell me I don't drink or eat pork. Okay, this ain't gonna work because I put pork in my collard greens, and so the way that this that's me. Okay, no so pork on my fork. This is why we we friends. We're friends, and that's <laughs> it. Um, um. So I guess so. You guys are saying first date. How do you bring it up? Like, what is? How do you bring up? Without well, making it awkward. I, I never talked about politics before Trump. However, we all know that people that align their views with this man are okay with some form of racism. And I feel mm-hmm. like maybe I wasn't always this person, person, but I've become more awake, quote unquote, mm-hmm. you know, the older I get. And I'm just not about to like have to go to this point where I teach somebody something. And that's why really the white boys I date you know what I always mention that they were European is because I feel like American white guys always would be combative with me, even if they were liberal. They'd be like, yeah, but Europeans don't do that. They'd be like, no, black people. Yes. So I want to ask, I, I See, guess I'll ask. Go ahead. Go ahead, Damage. No, because I dated a European white girl. She was like some Sandro pay or whatever. And it was some stuff going on. And the fact that say, she did just you say didn't know. San, Sandro pay? Sandro wherever the hell it is. Sandro you know, pay, she was French, south of France? She was French. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. But she was oui, white. Oui. Wait, oui, wait. Oui. I didn't know she was white until I realized. I was like, no, you still white. But anyway, and it was <laughs> yep. stuff going on. And she was just like, I just feel like I don't understand everybody as people. And it was just so vague. And I was like, nah, not during these times. I can't be talking to no white girl. That's I, hard, too. Like, you got to have hate, an opinion. I hate the you whole have, I don't see color narrative coming out. Like, And I believe right. her. But during these times, and this was a while ago, and it's so sad that even a while ago with something going on currently, I was just like, I can't really get with that vibe. It's like, you know, it's, it's interesting. Cause you've got either, you've got, you've got two kind, right? You've got the American white person that has been taught and brought up and either has to unlearn their bullshit. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you've got the Euro person that genuinely may know nothing, but it's fucking yeah. annoying. It it's is so annoying. That's what it was. It was annoying to me. I was just like, but you know what stuff going in the street? She's like, I don't know why police stop and do that. I don't get. I was like, all right, no, like, I'm so, done. So, so here's here's where I kind of want to ask too. This is clearly something that's been going on for centuries, mm-hmm. hundreds of years. The last fucking six, seven, eight decades, dating back to the civil rights movement. You're dating somebody, and maybe these conversations weren't had, but clearly, right now, tension is like flared. How do you keep from being turned off by your partner? When they say something that you don't agree with or believe, like, is that possible even? Nah, I think especially like situations like right now, it talks about your values. And I don't think if you Mm. don't share the same values, then it just becomes an instant turnoff. Like, you know, some things you can kind of look to the side, like sometimes people can have different religions and they just put that to the side. But when it comes to values and being a human, I don't think. And if you are able to just say, oh, well, whatever, you know, she doesn't really care about what's going on right now. You got to really look at yourself. So, mm. yeah, it's really about values. The following is a high five moment from high five casino.com. I won. Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sort. High five casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. Goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High five. High five. Casino. Casino. Win at high five casino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. 
Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Roger that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. What are you looking for in a new smart TV? 4K picture quality, high quality and immersive sound, a sleek design. All of those are givens, but only the new Roku Pro series has all of those and the Roku streaming experience, an award-winning OS. Get fast, easy access to all your apps like iHeart, where you can stream all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts all day, and regular all-inclusive trips to Roku City. The new Roku Pro series, a smart TV built by the streaming pros. I'll tell you, um... I got in my first dispute with Old Bay about the blackout thing. Mm. Um, obviously, he's black, but he was more like, you know, you do so many better things. Why Why are you joining in this blackout shit when it's like, you know, it's all it's doing is taking things away from the Internet? I get it. You know, if you're, you're taking the images away, silencing black people, da-da-da-da-da-da. Why join in on something that's just making everybody shut up? And... You know, to me, and I'm glad at the end, he ended up posting a blackout thing at the end of this conversation. But when I woke up and he started saying that to me, I was so angry. And I was like, yo, like, you're having a very defeatist attitude, right? You got a man in his 40s who's been through a bunch of shit. Instagram is a new thing in his mind. He's like, what the fuck does posting black squares do for black men and women? This is bullshit. However, to me, I think that the most important thing about this era is solidarity, yeah. And I think it's a great thing when you see so much shit. And this is a stupid thing to compare it to, but do you remember when Firefest everybody posted orange squares? Yes. Mm-hmm. And it made you start looking it up? That's what I really loved about what was going on with the black square shit. Awareness. I get his point about now you're silencing people and not seeing the videos on their timeline anymore. We were pushed, you know, it was all day long, now it's gone. Um, but I find that the conversation that we keep having together, you know, he was very proud of me for helping fundraise for bail bonds but he got annoyed with me with that and I realized like okay I have a different view on social media than someone older than me does and here's what's happening he can't seem to comprehend why social media trends and protests and petition retweets are important and I was trying to have a conversation with him like this is actually how people get and receive yeah. their news information absolutely yep. Right. Just because you are not that person doesn't mean that it's not real. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, it's also the reason why podcasting can now be a career like this is something that's new. But this is how we receive information. And and that was the main thing about the politics thing. He's like, like I even told him, you know, Mandy and I had a show. I think I don't remember what city it was, but I'm like, we used to promote on the podcast. Mondays, people were here. Tickets were out. It sold out before the episode came out because that's how many people are connected to the Internet. And if you can't understand that people are using the internet for in for everything they take in then you're just choosing to be blind and like i really genuinely feel like people don't trust news outlets more than they do twitter now i was gonna say um so for a lot of people who have followed me maybe over the last decade i used to have a sports blog called fullcourtpumps.com for those of you who don't know where the name came from um but it was a sports-based blog and i literally stopped doing it when, when i got back into college because AdSense um, was how I got paid through Google. And that's based on how many clicks come to your website. You get paid like fucking micro pennies on the on the click, but it adds (laughs) up. And um, essentially blogging went down newspapers and 
tangible, like yeah. how we, all of that, like, which is why, you know, Show Magazine and King Magazine and even the magazines all went to flush because people were accessing what they wanted to see through Instagram and Twitter at like an instantaneous type of fucking rate. And I think it definitely changed not only the narrative and how we receive information, but journalism. Um, I want to get into a DM that was sent to me. I asked some of our followers if anything had caused turmoil in their relationships with what had happened. Um, Someone said, um, and I'm not going to put their name out, but they said, my boyfriend and I are on the same team, but with him being a police officer, he Mm. finds a way to justify the actions that they do or have done. It frustrates me to know that the... Um, that the system has brainwashed him into thinking that certain situations need a story behind it. Shit just be wrong, period. Not to say that he doesn't want justice, but the same way he speaks when I try to have a healthy conversation is a turnoff for me. It's dismissive and closed-minded. He hates to admit that the system and cops are fucking corrupt, but only when they are fucking with him. I get that this is his job, but as a black man first... I think he just doesn't see the bigger picture. Oh, yeah. that's so hard and sad. It, it is. No, nah, she like, gotta cut that off. But but really? is that what you do? You so that that was gonna be my next question. You don't think that you can help somebody unlearn no. those ways? This my no. nigga posted a blackout thing after waking up and telling me I was. And I was gonna say this way is his different. way of living though. But, this is how he way, makes a living. Yeah, and it's way different because at the end of the day, if you can watch a cop in any of these instances kill somebody and then go, well, you got to think about this and this and that. You're part of the problem because this is not necessarily just a race thing. It is because systematically it's racism, but it doesn't matter who's the person on the other side. It's just because he's a black man. He's a part of that racist system. and He's brainwashed by it. So as a human, if you can't see that a cop put his knee on somebody's neck or a cop shot somebody when he wasn't supposed to. If you can't see that's wrong as a human, then we got to disconnect. Because that's a fair point. I, yeah, I Your think, values are all over the place, bro. I think. The problem with black cops right now is there one of two things are happening. They are feeling guilty for something they haven't done and feeling like they're hated. So they're feeling forced to defend shit because they know yep. that they're wearing this uniform and this is how they earn a living. So what am I supposed to do? Fucking turn away Quit. from it now? Yep. And or. I don't know. Like, like I've met cops that have that are that were the community police. You know what I'm saying? Like I've met cops that like, you know, I lived in the Lower East Side for a minute and it's where I spent most of my time here in New York. And there's a lot of Latino cops in that neighborhood that are from the Lower East Side and talk mm-hmm. about that's why they're there. And I appreciate that. But there isn't a lot of community police. There isn't a lot of community police-led programs. And I think there's see- a lot of great cops, actually. But the thing is, when this stuff goes down, I would love to see those cops speak up and say, what's wrong? I that's agree. the problem. I agree. So if you're not saying what's wrong, I don't care if you're a good cop because you're not stepping out for us to know that there are some good cops that know that that's wrong what they do is they band together and even when they see something wrong they just stay quiet so you're yeah. a part of the problem so, so here, and at this here, point either you're on this side or this side right uh, yeah i hear no, you no i you're agree right. so so here's my question too before we get into the whole mail and wrap up um do you believe that it's a it, that it's possible to have a healthy relationship when you disagree because a lot of on us what? say uh, I mean, on these matters, on who you vote for, on religion or on social matters. Is there a way to agree to disagree on these things and have a healthy relationship? I don't think so either. I don't think so. And like I said, it comes down to values. And if you think like that, that means your family thinks like that. That means when I go over for the cookout or the family reunion, now they saying a whole bunch of fly shit that I don't agree with. And it's just more than just the interaction with us. It's now 
Now your friends might have those same values. And now, or maybe you have one friend that don't agree with you and I agree with that friend. Now you think we're ganging up against you. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It just creates right. a really weird dynamic. So it's nah. too much of a lingering problem, politics and where we stand on this. I mean, this is why your political party is in dating apps, right? Because mm-hmm. I'd be dead ass with you. Like I would swipe left and it, and it isn't, I feel like Trump ruined a lot of this because I wasn't that scared of Republicans. Like I think the best thing we've ever had was the Mitt Romney Obama ticket. Mitt was a Republican. He was an asshole, but he wasn't that bad. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like when you have to genuinely question someone's ethics about the color of your own skin and you're fearful of that and you're watching someone demonize children, Mexican kids, Muslims, I mean, everything over and over. Um, And I don't. And then telling people to motherfucking drink bleach. We ain't even going to talk about how he's handled this whole COVID bullshit. Right. It's be it's very hard to now be on that side and not see a Republican as that person. And it's it's a hard place to fucking be. Not to Mm -hmm. mention with religion. You know, I'm agnostic with for those of you that don't know what it means. Atheist, someone who don't believe in God. Agnostic is just like higher power, spiritual being. Um, I'm not going to front. Uh, I had a dude that left me for Jesus. We, we, some of you remember the story. About this early he was on, one of the yeah. loves of my life, and I never forget walking out saying, "Is Jesus gonna suck your dick too?" Cool. Like we were dead ass <laughs> breaking up because he was like, "I'm." He was feeling guilty. That about nigga wanted you to we go to Bible study, bitch. Yeah, he wanted you to step through the church. <laughs> but nigga, how? I've been fucking bitches with you. I like parties, weed ecstasy we were doing together at the time and you thought for a second that suddenly you would just wake up and be like no now it's jesus oh no dude we're going to a rave that was my energy back then like (laughs) and why does god have to stop you do you know how many whores i've fucked that love church come on facts we know we we know how the pastors get down what to get down uh (laughs) anyways guys um if you have any stories i do want to share those as well as the coming weeks come so if you have any stories regarding um maybe a change in your relationship due to differences in opinion regarding the upcoming election or what's been going on with the riots and everything, please shoot us over an email. Tell your story. We have something called Ho Confessions, but this will fall right in there. Email us at HorribleDecisions at gmail.com. This last home mail that I'm going to read really quickly, we're going to give some advice before getting up out of here. It says, hi, Mandy and Wheezy. First of all, I love this podcast. I just got into listening to the podcast, and this is the best start I have got. I could have gotten. Hey. I just want to say I am African from Rwanda, not to be confused with Wakanda. Um, and sex <laughs> is literally a taboo to even mention in most African homes. So you best believe I make sure I put on my headphones when listening to y'all. LOL. Yeah, I have made sure I make all of my friends start listening to this podcast, because why the fuck not? Y'all are real as shit. So I have a question. I am 22 and I am a virgin. I have never done anything sexual with men or been in any relationship. At first, it was because I just didn't think about it because I was mostly preoccupied with school. Now I'm in college in the U.S. And long story short, I want to start exploring my sexuality with both myself and relationship wise. It feels like most of my friends are already ahead of me and don't know where to even start. I have tried dating apps, but to be honest, most of them niggas just want to hook up, and that is not what I am looking for. I genuinely what are you looking want, for? I'm sorry. I genuinely want I the same thing. an emotional and sexual connection with someone. Come on, Wheezy. What can you advise me on entering the dating world or even pleasuring myself? 
Sometimes I think I have set the bar so high when I see my friends hooking up, but hookups and one night stands just don't interest me at all. Also, I am scared of when I do get into a relationship, being that I'm a virgin and 22, not knowing a lot. Here's the question. Please tell me how I can get to explore my sexuality deeper while not compromising what I want in a relationship. Come on, ladies, give it to her. Give it to her, ladies. So, wait, no, I was going to ask you too, but go ahead, Weezy. We're going to start with you. Oh, I can give it to her. Okay, damn it. You give it to her first. You go ahead. No, Weezy, as a woman, you should give it to her first. And I'm going to tell her the man point of view. Well... I I would say I'm I'm gonna be soft. Oh God! With the voice change, I would. Okay, because you want an emotional and, and a connection and a sexual relationship, but I think what's going to hinder you from that is thinking that it's going to be something deeper. Mm. You're allowed to have an emotional connection with someone that may not be your boyfriend, and you won't regret giving your virginity to that person because you'll have a connection with them. I think that you cannot seek after a man to take your virginity and have this perfect idea of what he will look like if you've met a guy and you've been hanging out with him for three days and you feel like you've got a mutual respect and you're interested in him and he's turning you on let that be the person that's still a connection either way we have a very weird idea of what emotional connections look like from how other people are displaying their relationships we could talk about myself I've been talking about Old Bay on this podcast for a minute and it sounds like I have something deep with him, right? That doesn't necessarily mean that we have to mimic those relationships that other people are talking about. Everybody's connection to someone is a different one. I've had very deep connections with people I've known for a few hours, to be honest with y'all. Like, I'm like, wow, I'm really feeling this person. It's like when you're out and you make that bathroom friend. Is it someone you'll remember for a while or someone you want to keep seeing? It's like vibes, baby vibes. It is. And do not put the pressure on yourself to make sure this person will stay around. I agree. Enjoy this person for that moment. I understand you don't want a one night stand and I'm not telling you just fuck somebody because it's going cool. I'm telling mm-hmm. you to fuck them because you feel like that person is matching with you on another level that a one night stand wouldn't. Just don't have expectations beyond that. Get some experience and if you need to be in love, fine, but you didn't mention that. So I'm just saying don't confuse the two. Don't confuse an emotional connection for a progressing relationship more than you have um, a mutual respect. Like damage, I don't know if you could speak to this now, but dating women, like can you acknowledge that, that you've really cared for them? Maybe didn't see it going anywhere, but you were... And and this is the problem she's going to run into, right? She's a virgin. Clearly, she doesn't have a lot of dating history. So she's looking for Mr. Perfect. That's already strike one. Two, whoever she has sex with first, she's going to fall deeply in fake love with. She's not really going to love the person. It's just so much, you know, passion. This is the first guy she's really been with. And what she needs to do is first work out her relationship kinks because she's not going to realize that most likely she's going to be the problem. Just going to be honest. When you never oh. dealt with somebody before in a serious relationship and you first just start having sex, you're going to be super clingy. You're going to be acting super weird. And you're not even <laughs> going to notice that until you're in your fourth boyfriend. Like, I used to act so crazy back then. Why was I acting like that? Wow. So you she, know, I almost forgot to argue about it about this, but you're right. Yeah. I'm serious. So she's going to be dealing with a dude and no matter how normal he is she's gonna be like he's acting weird he doesn't call me every five minutes he doesn't do this it's because this is your first boyfriend for real like you never really had a boyfriend i suggest for her to find somebody she vibes with that mutual respect like you said get that out the way get your virginity out the way unless you waiting to get married not, okay not get your virginity out the way can get we get it not, out the way it's gonna hinder no, her no, no, i'm he's telling saying you with that person that she feels yeah a okay it's still a good person not just anybody but still somebody has mutual respect because 
What's, what's going to happen, man? I'm telling you, is she's going to be acting weird with this dude and he's not going to be with her. So now after she had her first boyfriend and had her first sexual experience, he's probably going to break up with her or do something weird and she's going to be crushed for like a year. So I'm not trying to. You pre- right. You right. I'm trying to I'll prevent her from that crush. Myself, right? Yeah, that you, exactly. Just, for the that listener that wrote I that in, never given, but it's be, good. Be advice. ready for heartbreak. I think that you need to prepare yourself for that too, because it just comes with the goddamn. Let me territory. tell you something. Be ready to have some fun. Just have some fun. Like, don't try to go into your first one so serious, and you will find that right person because you want to work out your own kinks first. Yep. When when you said uh, be ready for heartbreak. This entire podcast over the last three and a half years has never gone a week without talking about a dick. Dick is the reason for tears. <laughs> dick is the reason me and Mandy have argued. And we don't have a mutual dick. Just dick drives you crazy. You don't even right. know. Not getting dick. Getting dick. But then it's just not fitting in the time. We're going to the studio. My nigga, dick is the root of all evil. It sure is. And if hey, you oh, want hey, to be a part of this it underworld. It sure is. You fuck that nigga and understand that you are now really a part of the whore hype because when you come to them live shows and we start our niggas ain't shit chant, <laughs> niggas ain't shit, niggas no. ain't shit. Hold on, just so y'all shit. know, for the men wanting to come to the Horrible Decisions live shows, we do not chant the niggas ain't shit. Although I did get told the other day that I have a niggas ain't shit attitude towards life and I was like, mm. whoa, I don't know if I like that. But that's anyway, the towards life, that's not bad. No, we love, life, all, our, we life, love all our black I love men. all my niggas. I ain't gonna lie and everyone that's been inside of me um but anyways we are gonna wrap this up damage i want to thank you for joining us can you go ahead and let Appreciate our audience y'all. know where they can find you and where they can listen to you also what your podcast is about real quick oh of course okay so of course hollywood unlock i'm one third of hollywood unlock shout out to jason lee and melissa four you can check out at hollywood unlock on instagram it's all over youtube on all the dsps look up hollywood unlock uncensored we talk about gossip politics and sex talk just like y'all in a Bye. differently weird, I'd hope so with Melissa like <laughs> you know what I mean right. sex icon <laughs> and y'all can follow me catch up with me man at the real DJ damage that's on Twitter Instagram and Facebook and if you're interested in becoming a personality on TV podcasting like y'all radio uh, legendarymediagroup.com all right uh, are all you right. single damage say it again are you single uh, you know what <laughs> You know what? Put a button on that. I don't know. He don't know Some, yet. Something good is brewing. Well, let me tell y'all something. Slide in while you can. <laughs> yeah, y'all better hurry up because something good's brewing over here. I like that. I like that. Well, guys, I want to thank you guys um, for tuning in to another episode. Weezy, do you have anything to, to get off before I drop our Patreon? No, ch- check out for Fact's Sake podcast. We talk about dumb shit on there. Last week was weird laws and weird shit about animals. Did you know lobsters pee out of their face? Me neither. Um, Hell no, didn't like know that. that. Oh my <laughs> God. Anyways, guys, if you are all caught up with horrible decisions and want to get more, become a patron at patreon.com backslash horrible decisions. You do have to type it in that way because we are 18 plus and of course we talk about host shit even more in depth and um if y'all are interested in what's been going on with my abstinent life i talk about the good ass abstinent dick i've been getting so um you guys can go listen to that on patreon again it's patreon.com backslash horrible decisions we are going to leave you off with a motherfucking five minute clip from one of our bonus episodes again if you want to hear more join us on patreon this has been yet another episode of horrible decisions Bye. Yeah, ho. Women listening 
are like, you know what? Marriage really isn't for me. Mm-hmm. I guess I get then into kind of a, a, a deep hole of thinking. Then what is the purpose of dating? What is the end goal of dating? Um, and you and I kind of had this conversation because essentially a lot of us date to marry. Right. A lot of us date to find our, you know, love, love of our life. We date to to find that one person that we see ourselves with for the rest of our lives. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how we're conditioned. That's how we're born. That's yeah. how the fairy tales go. That's how all the Disney movies end. And mm-hmm. And so... As an adult, though, as I get older and I see that I'm happy, like, with my partners and and what I get from them and how I'm not, I don't have to answer to anybody and how I'm able to have purely open communication and also just not seeing a marriage that I envy. Girl, that's that part. (laughs) No, that's that's serious, though. Like, (laughs) I don't know a married couple when I'm like, damn, I want that i wish i had exactly that like even do i want what uh will smith and jada have no ma'am i don't i don't want that i mean Um, shit we all sit here and say relationship goals to all these celebrities and then by the following week we see that (laughs) one has cheated on the other or there was domestic abuse or you know and so even our ideas of what i don't even what a relationship I i don't even envy barack and michelle because Michelle had to put up with a lot. I'm not talking about like Barack cheating or anything. It's just their type of partnership is a lot on her. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. It's demanding. Very it's demanding. demanding. But I think that I think that we don't realize not only does society add so much pressure to us, but men do and other women. Other and women, so I yes. wanna read I wanna read this tweet. It's from Sierra W. Um, I literally asked what the end goal was if you don't want to get married. And she said, LOL, society telling women they're only valued because people see them as wife or mother material is dismal, in my opinion. If you can only see your worth through men, then please continue the cycle like our mothers did. Um, And I, right. And I think that that is telling because, yeah, like, I think a lot of us, view ourselves and the worth of ourselves by the acceptance of men or how men view our worthiness without viewing ourselves as worthy. And we do it to each other. We sit here and be like, well, girl, you ain't got a ring. So until you get a ring, ain't don't nobody want you. And I, I think it's trash. I'm looking for the response from Raquel Savage. Raquel Savage has such a fucking way with words. Um, and I want to read it. She does. Before we kind of get into our own. So, so again, the question is, what is the end goal if you don't want to get married? Um, former guest Raquel Savage said, to get my needs met, Ooh. to experience love and kindness, gentleness and stillness, vulnerability and introspection, joy, community, to feel seen and held, to practice reciprocity. Recipro- reciprocity my bad bitch you know i gotta <laughs> reciprocity bitch fuck you and feeling safe in my body with others to learn something about myself and my perception of the world See, and i yes. like that because i don't think people realize you can truly enjoy a long partnership with someone without not only marriage but without a title Absolutely. and i think that we've, we've talked about titles a lot on this podcast and a lot of people feel like things go downhill when you start pressuring a title. Yeah. Um, 
I do think that that just has a lot to do with monogamy <laughs> because maybe at that time that person does not want to be exclusive. Mm-hmm. And so the pressures of feeling like, okay, I now have to answer to one person. I now am getting into an exclusive agreement where, yeah. you know, maybe I don't want to lie. I think that that's where a lot of the pressure comes with, with titles. Um, but also what is marriage? Be what, what is marriage? What is marriage besides documents and being able to file joint returns? What what is marriage or what do you what do you believe we have viewed marriage as over the years to make it seem so worthy and make it the end goal of of partnership? That's a tough question. I I just feel like everyone has a a different version of what marriage is. There are some Mm. people who want to be taken care of and, you know, have children and have the husband to work and they bring it home to the wife and or some people just want literally a partner you know, for, you know, health insurance or like, there's so many reasons people get married. I don't have that answer. And I think, I mean, maybe I that's why either. I don't know if that's something that I want because I haven't, mm. I, I haven't, I don't have a definition for you. The following is a high five moment from high five casino.com. I won. Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sort. High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. Goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. A collision between a Chinese jet and an American spy plane. He came and rammed into our left wing. With relations increasingly strained, what are the chances of things spinning out of control? The Western world was asleep. I'm Gordon Carrera. I'll be exploring the friction in this most important of relationships and asking, has the West taken its eye off the ball? You cannot ignore China. From BBC Radio 4, this is Shadow War, China and the West. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.